The fiery females? No, that's too simple. The daughters of Ozai? Well, that's confusing. Azula actually is his daughter. That's no good. Uh, the three flameos? Ugh, that's the worst one yet. What about Azula's bruises? Oh, now we're onto something. Well, no matter what you call them, these girls mean trouble. Fire trouble. And that's the worst kind of trouble there is. everybody at last it is time to discuss episode 23 of avatar the last airbender nick montagani here with number one avatar boy brendan riley welcome to the show thank you it's good to be here once again and what a title for you yeah the number one avatar boy is that what you said (laughs) Well-deserved, I think, by this point. You've proved your medal yeah. to, to all. Yep. I've, I coined a phrase. Uh, Nailed it. And I've... That's it. That's what I did. <laughs> and, then, and then you didn't do anything else. <laughs> Nothing. I'm, I'm still riding that high. But you are watching the show, which is a huge component of the mm-hmm. Avatar Boy I am, mantle. I am doing that. The first person... In the history of the world to watch this show. Yeah, Lord knows there are not like 10 concurrent Avatar podcasts to ours. Don't listen to those. We're doing the best work out here. No, those suck. I hear they gave us a bad review. Yeah, and anyone who gives us less than five stars, you're not welcome here. You're dead to me. You don't think that this content we're putting out is <laughs> impeccable? <laughs> Without flaw? <laughs> no, there's many flaws, and you and me will be the first ones to admit it. Yeah, as I, you, as you're saying that, I'm playing with shit on my desk. I just, oh, stop it. <laughs> I can't help. I gotta Knock touch, it off. I just have to touch things. <laughs> These reviews, we have to get the review scores up. I'm going to lose sleep over it. Uh, We'll never sleep again, I guess is what we're trying to say. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Nick. Here's the thing going on yeah we're talking about avatar the last airbender we've talked about many animated shows Mm -hmm. in this podcast of ours and uh, a frequent topic that comes up is the wonderful wonderful voice actors that uh really make these characters we're talking about come to life yeah they give voice to the voiceless that's what it's all about, huh? Yeah. So when we're talking about voice actors, it's not necessarily limited to these wonderful shows that we've talked about 
for so many hours on end. There are also voice actors across many industries, including the video game industry. Mm -hmm. And one particular gentleman who you and I and so many others have spent countless hours enjoying his work and spending time with the many characters that he has voiced over the years. Brendan, if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm talking about the uh, singular talent, the wonderful, joyful man that is Charles Martinet. Ah, yes. Now I see where we're going. He's not dead. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what we were getting into, but now I'm with you. <laughs> I'm not leading you down some sort of dark, twisted path. I just didn't want to talk about any sort of strikes that might or may not be going on. There's stuff to be said about that, but you and me <laughs> are not the ones to say it. No. Uh, no. Charles Martinet, a titan of the voice acting industry. Yep, yep. He was in that movie that we saw. He was in that movie that we saw. Uh, go back and listen to our full recap on the Super Mario Brothers movie 2023. Mm -hmm. A long episode, but so much to be said about that movie. Mm -hmm. An episode so nice, we recorded it twice. <laughs> so we'll give it one more again, we said. <laughs> uh, recent news regarding this beautiful soul. He uh, is stepping down from the role of like every character that he voices in the Mario universe. Nintendo basically released a press release saying like Charles Martinet will never voice another one of our characters again. Yeah, he did. Or they did. And you wonder what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, so the, the thing they released said that he was going to be a Mario ambassador. And what, or, I mean, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, it says he will still be traveling around the world uh, as a Mario ambassador. That means nothing. No, unless he's like a delegate for the Mushroom Kingdom now. He's got to he's got to go around like fucking striking deals with I don't a, a country. <laughs> <laughs> other countries other countries yeah. <laughs> I wanted to name one but I didn't know I, I don't know which ones I can name hmm. without per getting into trouble is what I'm Peru. I Peru I know countries at he's least in Peru trying to strike deals between the mushroom kingdom and the Peruvian <laughs> government we all know this um yeah of an odd announcement sort of out of nowhere that like hey the guy that is Mario, the guy that loves playing Mario more than any other voice actor seems to love voicing their specific character. He's not going to do it anymore. No, it's weird. It's almost like, oh, you guys were mad that we didn't let him voice Mario in the movie. Well, well fuck you. <laughs> He'll never do it again. <laughs> Try this one on for size. Chris Pratt all the way down. <sighs> that was my fear. Um, if you go back, Nintendo has confirmed that in uh, the upcoming Super Mario Wonder video game, uh, the voice actor for Mario in that game is not Charles Martinet. 
Uh, and if you watch the trailer again, it's just someone doing a Charles Martinet impression. Why? What's the I know. point? The man's still capable and very much willing. Again, there's nobody. I'm trying to think of like voice actors who voice a character and who loves being that character more than Charles Martinet loves being Mario. And I literally cannot think of anyone that competes. I don't know. Maybe Tara Strong. She's always doing the fucking Timmy voice. On uh, Instagram. She loves it. She loves that Timmy voice. And she also loves Charles Martinet. I remember when this Mario movie was coming out, she was like number one defender of like, he should be the voice of Mario, not yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, although <laughs> we we discussed this in that episode. It would have been That's awful true. if yeah, he this... was the voice actor for that movie. It, could, it couldn't have been done. It could not have been done. <laughs> It would have been fucking miserable. <laughs> But what all he's got to do is go wahoo and like jump and shit. Just a couple times. Yeah, that I'm I'm 100% he should be doing that. But Brendan will never hear him again in one of these delightful games that we love so much. I wonder I wonder if they'll just like keep using the old clips. Can they do that? Is that legal? I mean, if you're now worried about wading into the territory of unions and stuff like that and the business side of these kinds of negotiations uh the the companies themselves would love to just be able to do something like that mm -hmm. like ai deep fake his voice that i'm sure that is something that has been discussed behind closed doors yeah. at nintendo hq i i saw a video where Trump and Obama and Biden were playing fucking <laughs> Call of Duty. I, I love those. <laughs> I love those videos so much. They're very good. Uh, they're really, really funny. Um, as much as they portend darkness. But yeah, um, yep. We'll laugh all the way to hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I it's it's troubling to like hear this news because you're like why what happened i don't i it's like i feel like this guy had more steam left in him i don't know why now they had yeah. to make this decision well especially when they say they they cap it by saying he's going to travel all around the world for yeah. mario like so what does that even he's mean? clearly not stepping down of his own accord to to no. like take to rest to like <laughs> take it easy in his later years, it's it it was it seems like a decision on Nintendo's part. Yeah, it's not a retirement. It's like a it seems like a forcing out. Yeah, that's a bummer. It is a huge bummer, but I guess maybe now we can like take a second to just like salute the man himself because there's there's no greater joy than hearing. Mario's signature Wahoo or his Let's A Go. Can we get a 21 Wahoo salute? <laughs> uh, 21 of those in a row. Woof. <laughs> no, just put them all, put them all together and then slightly offset them all. Like Stack a, a cacophony of Wahoos. <laughs> Perhaps I'll insert that into the 
episode audio here, but oof, I, that's not a good sonic experience for the <laughs> listeners of our show. Just get a, a clip of somebody doing a backwards long jump. <laughs> hey, but Brendan, I guess now the, uh, hey, the roll's open, so you and me. Oh shit, I could be Mario. We could kind of slide in. Do you want <clears throat> to give like a little brief audition you don't even have to be mario because he's mario he's luigi he's wario he's waluigi you can voice any one of these all right i'll do a i'll do a luigi go for it mama mia Ooh, let's I'm so let's go <laughs> i'm so horny for this <laughs> new direction hey mario i got a new mansion let's go check it out it's haunted, but I'm not worried about it. <laughs> this is my friend, Gooigi. <laughs> Don't touch him. <laughs> He'll absorb you and you'll become him. You will be one and the same. His power will only increase. I talked to Egad about this and he said, it's cool. Stop asking questions. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's my Luigi audition. I'm going to send that tape into Miyamoto, and uh, we'll see what he says. Ooh, even just saying the name Miyamoto, I'm now, I'm like, if they don't have any faith in Charles Martinet, when are they going to release a similar press release for Miyamoto himself? Uh, it's it's got to be coming. I'm, I, I think he doesn't, like, work hands-on with any games anymore, like, for a long time. Not to the same capacity that he has yeah. throughout his career, which, you know, you do want new blood in there. But like yeah. also the man is a genius and influential for a reason. Mm -hmm. Wow. Dark days ahead, it seems. We're sad about it, but thankful for the uh, many, many good times that we shared with his wonderful brought to life characters. Mm hmm. Uh, Brendan, uh, let's uh, go into the recap of the Avatar episode, huh? Yeah. Wah! Wahoo. Yep, 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 Episode 23 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled Return to Omashu. We're back. We're back, baby. It's like we never left. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same as it always was. Nothing is different. Honestly, not that much is different. I thought, actually, I might have been watching the same episode for a while. Mm -hmm. I was like, we're just doing this again, huh? Just another one of these. Yeah, they just liked it so much, they just took the episode from season one and stuck it in season two. Bring it back. Yeah, nobody will notice. <laughs> we noticed. Uh, return to Omashu. April 7th, 2006. Hey, Brendan. Hey. I promised you way back when that uh, when we reached this point, I would tell you what the very first episode of Avatar The Last Airbender I ever watched was. Oh, my God. And it was this one. And here we are. Wow. And this this one is the one that that sunk its hooks in you. For whatever reason, this one, and then I watched the next episode with my 
uh, friend in college and uh, it was enough to get me like, hey, I should give this thing a shot. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Very weird because there's so much contextual stuff that happens in this episode that I would not know what was going on. Yeah, they make reference to characters that we, I don't think we see in this episode, unless I'm forgetting Mm -mm. something. Nope. (laughs) But it was enough. It was enough for me to give it a shot, and then here we are this many years later, and I've watched this show several times over. Well, there you go. Return to Amashu, my introductory experience, and Brendan, your introductory experience to Return to Omashu itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do recognize a couple characters in this episode, but I don't know if it's from this episode. Ang. Yeah, Ang. Yeah, he's one of them. Boomy. Boomy. Yep. I mean, like, from before I was, from the before times. Momo. Yep, yep. The, that girl. Not you know Katara. The one. <laughs> the other one. The other one. The dancer the one. The other one. And not the other one, but also not the other one, not but that not other one. No, the no, no. other one. No, no, no. Either. That, that that other other one. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You recognized that one? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yep. I also caught some foreshadowing, which I think is fun. You'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. But we can't get into foreshadowing. We must get into pre-shadowing. Ooh, yikes. Current shadowing? For what's the opposite of like four in that context? Uh, yawn. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> Previously on <laughs> Avatar. Uh, Brendan, we're firmly in A and B plot territory now on this show. Mm-hmm. Of course, A standing for Aang. Mm-hmm. B standing for Big Bad Zuko. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes sense. Yeah. No, it was almost like they planned it. They knew what they were doing the whole time. Uh, Aang and co. have reached Omashu, where they planned to begin earthbending training with King Boomy, but were shocked to see that the Fire Nation has taken control of the city. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Zuko and Iroh remain on the run from Princess Azula and the Fire Nation at large. And who knows what kind of hijinks they'll get into in this episode. All kinds of shenanigans. Out here, stealing peasants' (laughs) only form of transportation. It's mine now. (laughs) Thanks for the fish. Or duck. It it was delicious. Also, your car is coming with me. I'll be having that. Just a side note, I watched the intro for the first time in a while while I started this episode up, Mm -hmm. which I know you and me regularly skip. Yeah, I watched it last week, actually. How'd you feel about it? I thought it was fine. It's okay. Yeah, I I couldn't be bothered to skip it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I couldn't get to like the button fast enough and I just (laughs) let it go. Uh, what I thought was funny about it, though, is I had my subtitles on, and it describes the narrator of the intro as just girl. Girl? Okay. <laughs> as if we don't know. Who is this mysterious narrator? We don't. They never tell us. No. If only it was someone integral to the plot of 
kind of everything that we do here, but <laughs> I, it, it must not be. <clears throat> no, I think they would mention that if it was. Seems weird. Girl, uh, thank you for introducing me to the show, but now I have to get started with the recap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aang expresses perhaps the same exact thought that we're having, that Omashu, this giant city, it seemed untouchable and unconquerable. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Turns out, not so. It's really the only place we've ever seen to like this scale. We've been all across the Earth Kingdom now to this point. We've never, ever seen another city like Omashu. And now it has fallen into the hands of the Fire Nation. So, like, that's an ill omen. Yeah, how'd that happen? Also, how long have they been here? Aang's only been gone, like, some amount of time. (laughs) That is fewer than nine months. Maybe. (laughs) This was the fifth episode, I think, of this show was when he was in Omashu last, so... Yep, and, they, and we hadn't while. we hadn't learned about the time limit at this point yet. No, that's not until the solstice. Correct. So it's been a little bit of time, but yeah, uh, Omashu, this great big city with these great big walls full of these great big earthbender soldiers, uh, it has fallen, and Sokka answers. My next question, which is, is Bossing say this place that we've heard so much about, but like never, ever seen? Is this like the only other Earth Kingdom city that is still standing like this great earthbending fortress that's still standing? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, the answer is yes. Like, that's <laughs> it. The only there ones were two worth going to. So it just further drives home the point that like, OK, everyone keeps talking about this place. I guess we have to go check out what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. If Omashu is not going to be this safe haven that we thought it was like, I guess bossing say is literally the only thing that's left for us. Yeah. Yep. And we haven't been there yet, have we? No. We haven't. We haven't even seen it. We know nothing about Bossing Say. Yeah, except that Iroh failed to siege it. That's it. That's all we know. But they keep bringing that up. Mm-hmm. So. It's got to be something. I'm excited to see We got to get there. Yeah. I'm excited for you to see it. Yeah. I promise you, we'll get there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh. They mourn the loss of the city for a moment, but Katara says it's time to leave, and Aang sharply rebukes her, and he's like, I'm going in to find Boomy. But Sokka implies that Boomy might not be around anymore. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) I I was getting real nervous. I was like, don't you fucking do this. Don't do this to me. <laughs> there are a couple points in this episode where I was like, fucking, I will turn I this off. <laughs> this is all I have left. I will turn this podcast around right now. I told you, Brendan, I gave you an out <laughs> at any point when we were doing this show. If you wanted an out, 
I would give it to you. And if they decided to kill off Boomy, it would be enough. I would understand if that was enough to, <laughs> for you to pull the ripcord. That would have been and- it. This would have been a half a half episode. <laughs> That's it. We're moving on. <coughs> it's time to do the entirety of Rugrats. I would have recorded up until Boomy was confirmed dead. And then just and shut off my microphone. Pulled your headphones out and threw them on the desk in anger. <laughs> I protest the rest of this series. I don't want to know how this ends. <laughs> um, that just makes Aang more upset. This is getting a little personal for him. Mm-hmm. In every sense of the word, Boomy is his oldest friend. Yeah. And I mean in every sense of the word, because the man is quite old. He's very old. He's at least 112. He's he's one of the only parts of the old world that Aang knew that is still kicking around. Mm-hmm. So Aang is feeling like he has to see this through. Um, they need to enter the city, but this time around, the Bonzu... Pippin Patalopsicopolis disguise won't fly. <laughs> it might. It could. They didn't try. He didn't try, no. So, still a great name, but we're not going to meet this cantankerous old man in this episode. Nope. For better or worse. Uh, Ang leads them to a secret entrance through a sewer pipe. There's a good gag of Aang spinning the yucky poo-poo water away from him with his staff. Uh, Katara bending that water around herself. And then Sokka trailing behind them, just getting blasted with this literal sewage right in his mouth. Yeah, gross. It's disgusting. Poor guy. Yeah, he gets it bad. Uh, They climb up into the city. Katara's like, hey, that wasn't so bad. Which... Like, again, those two have no idea. Nope. No regard for Sokka. There are other people who don't have these otherworldly abilities. Um, Sokka pops out. He's covered in sludge that they wash off of him. And he freaks out as he feels two little jellyfish creatures that are stuck to his face. Mm -hmm. Love these little guys. Poop jellies. I want... Some of these for my home. Um, Ang tells him to calm down and says, it's just a purple pentapus. Ah, we all know this. Yeah. He gives it a little tickle and it lets go, leaving little dots on Sokka's face. Yeah, little hickeys. This little thing. Yeah. Very horny for Sokka. Can you blame it? <laughs> no, I get it. Uh, so Sokka is, like, very much in this episode, like, back to being the punching bag that he used to be on this show. Yep, yep. We're we're backsliding with a lot of characters lately. Why? Why are we doing this? Uh, I don't know. I know we're in early days of season two, but, like, people have made so much growth. Like, we don't need to reintroduce everyone. Like, hey, we're back, and this is kind of who this character should be, but... Yeah, you have to remind them what they were so they can speed run them back to where they are supposed to be now. We don't don't need to do that. Why are we doing that? (laughs) It's so frustrating. This was before streaming services. People can't just watch every episode. 
not like you and me. No. They have to watch them weekly. Very much and, like you and me. <laughs> much like you and me do. Well, every seven days you forget that like Sokka has actually been like at times the most useful member of the team. A lot of the time, actually. Very frequently, he's the only one who's got his head straight. And mm-hmm. Now they're just like putting him back on the bottom of the totem pole. Yep. For God knows why. Stupid non-bender. They uh, are apprehended by some Fire Nation guards. Quick thinking by Aang to wrap a cloth around his arrowed head. Mm-hmm. They'll never catch me now. No, they'll, they will never see through this clever disguise. Who's this guy? Could be anybody. Uh, they're out past curfew in the city, and they apologize and start to walk away, but the guards see Sokka's spots all over him and say, hey, what's wrong with this guy? Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, my God. I'm sure you have somewhere to be tomorrow. Goes well beyond the spots, my man. <laughs> uh, more quick thinking by these children. Katara says he has pentapox. Mm-hmm. Not a thing, but it's going to get the job done. Could be. I think I've heard of it. I'm pretty sure I've heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Sokka jumps in on the game and starts wailing and moaning and shuffling around like a zombie. <laughs> Pretty good acting job. Yeah, especially when he wasn't doing it before. No. Now that he uh, knows what Katara's up to, he's like, okay, I feel you. Now that he remembered he's dying, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm in tremendous pain. The guards are like, I think I've heard of that. Didn't your cousin die of pentapox? <laughs> the other one's like, how many times do I have to tell you? No. <laughs> that was, a, he was sp- a spear to the chest. He was decapitated. <laughs> I've told you this so many times. Every time somebody's sick, you say, didn't he die of that? No, it was a gruesome injury that I don't like bringing back up. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. This time I swear I'll remember. (laughs) They run away in fear to go burn their clothes, they say, which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Aang pets the pentapus and says, thank you, sewer friend. (laughs) Which is what I say to you, Brendan, anytime you do a favor for me. Yeah, yeah. Michael, you're welcome. <laughs> Back down I go. <laughs> As I shut the manhole cover above me. Slide it, yes, slide it over yourself. I go, thank God, that guy stinks. Literally. Uh, thank you, sewer friend. You're welcome. From here, we jump to a character that we didn't see in last week's episode. Princess Azula is still on the job. Mm -hmm. She's on her ship for those two old bags. (laughs) Yep. Those two weird old twins. What are they up to? Still don't know what their deal is. Just hanging out. (laughs) Just hanging out. They've got too much to say. They're both madly in love with Iroh, so they're along for the ride to try to chase him down. He could... Probably take them both at once. Look, mm-hmm. 
I'm writing my fanfic as we speak. <laughs> Here they are. They not only complete each other's sentences, but occasionally they'll start speaking in unison. Very Ooh, uncomfortable. Fun. I don't know about these two. They suggest that Azula not travel with the royal procession. And she agrees that instead she needs a small strike force. So she's going to go visit some old friends, she says. Mm -hmm. So excited to meet these old friends. I got to get the gang back together. <laughs> one, one more time. One last ride. I'm calling in a favor. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, Azula pulled me back in. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. Well, you're all teenagers. Ah, it doesn't matter. Figure of speech. Uh, Team Avatar sneaks its way through the city streets. They're trying to figure out where Boomy is, and Aang says, somewhere he can't earthbend. Somewhere made of metal. And Brendan, at this point, I'm sure you probably scoffed. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I hate that. I know how much it bothers you. Yeah. Well, especially because now we've we've actually started like delving into the different kinds of bending that mm -hmm. each one gets to do. Fucking fire gets lightning, but earth can't have metal. It can't be done. Nobody's ever bended metal before. <laughs> I like how that's their number one. They're trying. Look, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. But this is like the fifth time they've said, ah, uh, metal, an earthbender simply can't touch it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but, but I mean, I get I get that you do need something for the like the plot to work. You need to like, OK, what can we put them in that the Fire Nation would have access to and wouldn't be considered earth and wouldn't just be like wood that could just be broken? <laughs> do you remember in the last airbender movie when they built a prison for earthbenders in a literal like rocky mountainside yeah on on just a patch of dirt surrounded by rocks yeah <laughs> so fucking frustrating i remember that and the fire nation needed to have fire at hand to do anything they needed an open flame and it took them about 12 seconds to set up <laughs> An earth or a fire bending strike from the open flame that they had to have. Well, to that note, it took everyone forever to do anything. This is true. This is true. So just run in with a bucket of water, put out their open flame. Just throw dirt over it. Even just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Smother it. Stomp on it. Kick it over. Kick over the torch and then stomp on it with your foot. Ridiculous. Uh, good film. Go check out our review of it. Um, they're not the only people walking around tonight, though. Uh, there is a teenage girl whose face enters the frame, and in a cold, flat voice, she says, There really is no fathoming the depths of my hatred for this place. <laughs> So you kind of quickly figure out what this girl's deal is. Yeah, she's uh, real dark and brooding. You could read about it on her live journal. I was going to say, yeah, she's probably got <laughs> some poetry written somewhere. <laughs> she's 
she was a member of the Black Parade. Yeah. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. She's got a permanent scowl on her face and this fantastic long black hair. Yep. Great hairstyle. You'll love to see it. Yep. And yeah, the angst is just dripping off of her. Uh, Her name, we learn, is May. She's being escorted by some guards along with her mother and her baby brother. And her mother tells us that May's father is the new governor of Omashu. Governor, huh? I mean, look, that's Fire Nation. You got to install somebody. Look, (laughs) I'm not going to pretend to know how governments work. I'm an anarchist, don't you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'd be fine if we got rid of the whole damn thing. Yeah. In this world or this fantasy world, I'm fine either way. Fuck them all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, free for all. (laughs) Everyone's on their own. Um, As they're walking and talking, the camera pans high up the tiers of the city, following some of those stone shoots that Omashu is famous for. Mm -hmm. And hiding in the shadows are some Earth Kingdom soldiers readying these gigantic boulders. Yeah. And one of them just says, take them out. Fuck them up. Take the shot, motherfucker. (laughs) Are you man enough or not? Get him. It's go time. Uh, May complains more about how boring Omashu is, but her complaints are interrupted as the Earthbenders send those boulders hurtling down the chutes. Little do they know that Aang is in the path of these boulders as well. (laughs) Conveniently. Uh, And he sees the people walking below him and makes the decision to blast away the boulder with his staff. Fool. Idiot. Unknowingly saved a villain's life. God damn it, Aang. Brendan, I promise you, though, you'll be glad that he did because May rules. (laughs) I got some stuff to say about May later. (laughs) We got a lot to say about May. Uh... I've been I've been fucking waiting for you to meet the two characters that we meet in this episode. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> the Fire Nation crowd looks up and sees Aang and they shout the resistance. <gasps> and May Scowl turns into a devilish smile. Finally, some action for her. Fuck yeah. I love this place now. This is cool. Yeah, this is my <laughs> playground and those are my toys. She raises her arms, and a dozen arrows inexplicably come flying out of her sleeve. So, Brendan, like... (laughs) She's got them everywhere. (laughs) What's going on? What's going on here? She's basically Bayonetta. (laughs) I mean, more or less, yes. (laughs) Later on, she shoots one from her leg. She's got them in her leg, too. And it's not just arrows. She's got, like, fucking batarangs. Like, what the fuck? Well, if you can't bend, you gotta do something. Yeah, but how does she do that? I don't know. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> there's she's a, no... She's a knife bender. There's... A, well, yeah, it's the secret fifth style that people <laughs> didn't want you to know. Um... 
we've talked about this before. We love the idea of like a non bender mm-hmm. in this show having like a lot of agency and like a super powerful kind of style of fighting that they can have that can go toe to toe with an actual bender. Yeah. But like, what what's going on here? I don't know. She's she's pretty good though. She's just flinging these things out of her sleeve like nothing. <laughs> Must be so heavy walking around with all that stuff strapped to you just all the time. Hundreds of arrows lining your your <laughs> sleeves and your pant legs at all times. She's got tons of knives, and I think she does a throwing star at one point too. You'd think every time she takes a step, there's like a metallic clunk that happens. She sounds like a Dark Souls character walking around. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It takes so much effort for her to lift up one leg because it's just lined with metal. Um, She's she's protected from the earthbenders. I've covered myself in metal. I'm I'm covered in metal and... I will this show I don't even need to remind you because the show itself will do it. You can't bend this shit. <laughs> can't do shit about it. You can't touch me. I'm untouchable. But these arrows are coming for you. <laughs> uh it's weird. May's powers are weird, but also very cool. Um the guards chase after Aang and company Katara fights them off, but barely raises a wall of ice in time to block another volley of arrows from May, uh, who does not give up the chase as she, as Aang crashes some scaffolding down onto her. And then, yeah, she hurls these fucking like ninja stars at Aang. <laughs> She's got everything. Oh yeah. Every like projectile weapon, that exists. She just, might just fucking start shooting bullets. I wish. She just pulls out a gun. This blade will keel. <laughs> she doesn't even... She is the gun. <laughs> um, just then, the stone floor gives out beneath the gang, and they fall into a hole that seals itself up behind them, and May sighs, Ugh, back to my boredom. Damn it. This is all I had, and it's gone already. <laughs> Shit. Oh, well. Uh, they collect themselves and look up to see they're underground, surrounded by dozens of shabby-looking earthbender soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll return to that in just a moment. Brendan, May impressions. Are you into May? Yeah, May's pretty cool. I like the other one better, though. Oh, fuck. I was going to ask you this question as we got further. No, it's okay. No, I mean, I kind of thought that it might go that way. Mm -hmm. But May's pretty good, too. May is pretty good, yeah. It starts, so, not not to get too far ahead of myself, but this episode starts to feel like a fucking Fire Emblem game. Mm -hmm. The way all these characters are, like, classed in, in this world. It's absurd. Yeah, we've got fucking May, who's like a ninja. This other character is clearly a dancer. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. <laughs> Permadeath? Unlikely. <laughs> um, we, we are an RPG world now. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, is a class. 
You're right about that. <laughs> and they're all they're all wearing clothes that are like why except May. I guess May's dressed pretty much like a, a Fire Nation person. But they've all got like outfits that set them apart from the NPCs of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they strike poses that would work well in like a little image box off to the side of the screen while the text scrolls across <laughs> the screen as they have lines of dialogue to say. We've seen this before. And <laughs> now it's it. the I like it. It's, it's the reality that we're living with now on this television show. <laughs> the camera's turned completely upside down as Azula enters the frame and she says, Ty Lee, is that you? Yep. Here she is, Brendan. There she is. Ty Lee. I didn't catch her name when I watched it. <laughs> Ty Lee is who we're talking about here. She's a Peppy girl clad in all pink with a big braided ponytail. Mm -hmm. And she's standing upside down on two individual fingertips. Yeah. I could probably pull that off. <laughs> all right, let's see you do it. Okay, here I go. Holy shit. Tylee, is that you? That's me. <laughs> I was wearing all pink and my hair is in a big giant ponytail. She too. looks like, uh, I don't remember the character's name, but she looks like the princess from Chrono Trigger, but in um, pink instead of blue. I haven't played, uh, this is one of my gaming sins, Brandon. Oh no, you haven't played Chrono Trigger. It's intimidating to me. It's It's so good. I know that. I He's, understand that. You just got to play it with frame skip enabled not like all the time but like for fights and stuff gotta be some kind of yeah fast forward mm -hmm. i can use for that yeah you should Look. do it though it's really good i know it's on the list i get it but there's only so much time in the day god damn it i know i'll get there at a certain <laughs> point she jumps up and joyously uh shouts azula and then gives azula a big hug um Azula's like, don't let me interrupt uh, whatever you're doing here. Whatever this is. <laughs> whatever this shit is. This is far beneath me, Fire Nation royalty. I wouldn't even dare touch this, but like we used to know each other, so mm -hmm. here I am. We used to roll back in the day. <laughs> we, we, we used to squat up, and now it's time to do it again. Um, <laughs> Tylee says, where are we dropping? <laughs> where, where are we dropping, Azula? Well, tilted, I think she says. Is <laughs> tilted still a thing? You know, let's I not get I have no idea. It. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> One of my gaming sins. <laughs> what, yeah. Big sin. Huh? I don't know shit about that game. The sin of pride. I'm proud to not know anything <laughs> about that. Um... We get a few looks around here and realize that this is the Avatar universe's version of the circus. I really like it. Yeah. Just fun. I would like to spend a lot more time here. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is way beneath Azula, who is like, Ty Lee, you're the daughter of a nobleman. Like, you don't belong here at the circus. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing with your life? You should be more like me, a lunatic. <laughs> she goes, oh, don't worry, I am. <laughs> I, I am, just in different ways, you know. We find <laughs> our own path forward. 
Uh, this is the character I recognized as well, by the way. Got it. Um, Azula says that they used to be classmates at the Royal Fire Academy for girls. Mm-hmm. Even though Ty Lee and May are seemingly not firebenders at nope. all. Nope. They just call it the Fire Academy. <laughs> well, because it's the Fire Nation. Everything everything has a fire prefix, and it even happens in this episode. She offers her dad some fire flakes. We've seen point. fire flakes before, though. They had those at the festival. I don't remember that. That festival in the deserter episode, and I think Sokka <laughs> munched on them, and they were too hot for his water tribe palate. <laughs> oh, so spicy. <laughs> this is a foreign flavor to me. Um... Yeah, they're here at the circus. There's a platypus bear here wearing clothes, which mm-hmm. is good. As you do. Good to see another one of these platypus bears, which once again farts out a big egg. <laughs> yep. Seemingly all these things are good for. <laughs> but we love them. Mm-hmm. I have a proposition for you. I'm hunting a traitor. You remember my old fuddy-duddy uncle, don't you? Oh, yeah. He was so funny. I would be honored if you would join me on my mission. Oh, I, uh, would love to. But the truth is, I'm really happy here. I mean, my aura has never been pinker. I'll take your word for it. I have no follow-up questions on that. (laughs) Great. Awesome. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. Please don't elaborate. (laughs) She turns to walk away, but she's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to watch your show later. And Tylee slips up a little bit in her practicing and her voice kind of starts to tremble. She's like, oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. (laughs) Please do. Yeah. Can't wait. (laughs) I'll I'll see you there. You don't. I mean, you don't have to. (laughs) I'm sure you're busy. Look, you're. Yeah. The Fire Lord's daughter. This is the circus after all. I can tell you I can tell you don't want to be here. And like I'm not offended by that. Just go. You should just go. Honestly, get out of here. Leave. <laughs> Fucking now. Go. Now go. I don't want you. <laughs> um Azula does have a line in here where she's like, I wouldn't want you to give up the life you love just to please me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> bullshit is she like threatening her is this like a veiled threat like i will go to the show and i will kill everyone i mean we're about to kind of see like yeah that is pretty much the case (laughs) i think tylee clearly has seen the bad side of azula before than the way that she reacts Mm -hmm. to like that line so she knows what's possible here like if azula is not getting her away Bad shit is about to happen to everybody. Yeah. So it's it's a veiled threat, but not so much for the people who know, like, <laughs> yeah, this, this is her game. <laughs> oh, so. boy. Bad times ahead. Uh, Brendan, Ty Lee, do we how do we feel about Ty Lee? Ty Lee has not done anything yet, but feeling pretty good. <laughs> I was going to ask you. An important question that you've already answered, but I was going to ask you to uh, pick your anime waifu (laughs) 
uh, is May your Bay, or would you say Ty Lee's for me? <laughs> uh, it seems like you've made your choice. Yeah, I would say Ty Lee seems like a more fun character. May is cool, but Ty Lee has a better personality. <laughs> In that she does have a personality. Yeah. This is not just mad at everything. <laughs> but they've both got something to give, don't you know? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> One of them's loaded with weapons at all times. So maybe you should have picked her, because now <laughs> your ass is on the line. Oh, it's too late now. Uh, underneath Omashu, Aang asks the Earthbender captain if Boomy is with them, and he says, no, because they were ready to fight on the day of the invasion, but shockingly, Boomy just surrendered. What a What a fool. There is a fight to be had here, Boomy, and there's no better earthbender than you. You're not going to do anything? Yeah. Come on now. What a dick. Uh, the captain recalls asking Boomy what to do during the invasion, and we do get a flashback and get to see this beautiful bastard for the first time <laughs> in a long time. Yep. Love to see this <laughs> crazy old coot. Yep. Um. And he says, I'm going to do nothing. And then he starts snorting as circus music plays. Cackles. Yeah. In typical boomy fashion. Oh, I'm so glad to see him again. <laughs> Brendan's favorite character on this show. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> he's actually fucking really good in this episode. <laughs> <sighs> he, he's got the funniest scene I think in the show so far later on in this episode he does some really funny shit but also some <laughs> really frustrating shit we're gonna get into it the earthbenders are ready to fight for their freedom but Aang's like hey instead let's find a way out of Omashu to live to fight another day mm-hmm the captain reluctantly agrees to that, but asks, you know, how are you going to get these thousands of people out of the city? And Sokka thinks on it, and he says, suckers! <laughs> Everyone says, that was hurtful, Sokka. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> We're doing the best we can. <laughs> you're down here for one minute, and you're calling us suckers? I like, I like that the whole uh, <laughs> Earth... Kingdom Army uh, is taking strategic advice from children. From these small children. <laughs> no, they know best. Uh, Sokka's got it figured out. Hey, remember Pentapox? I'm pretty sure I've heard of that. Yeah, and it's contagious. That's what we know. It's mm -hmm. a, it's just a fact. Yeah. Um, The Earth Kingdom... Kingdom people cover themselves in these little squishy creatures and put dots all over their bodies. Uh, Sokka trains them in how to act sick as well. Mm -hmm. Just pretty silly. There's an old man who shuffles and moans and Sokka's like, God damn, what a professional. Yeah, it's like that bit from uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's uh, they're all going through that pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Uh, but the old man, he's got a wooden leg and he says, oh, I've got years of practice. It's very silly. And then he knocks on the leg with his cane. Mm hmm. I love it. Uh, Aang is separating from the rest of the pack, though. He cannot leave the city. 
without finding Boomy first. Um, but everyone else enacts their plan, and this zombie horde makes its way straight to the city gates. There's one guy who fucking falls over, like overselling it. <laughs> All right, guy, fucking, you know you have to get out of here. This is what, this, this is the whole plan. Yeah, we're marching out of here. We're not, like, actually going to die. <laughs> uh, Sokka hams it up for us right in the middle of the camera with Katara shuffling along right beside him. It's a good look. One guy's, like, foaming from the mouth. People <laughs> like, are losing their minds. He's really committed to it. Yeah. Some people are way too far, like, into... <laughs> This kind of character actor. <laughs> it's what they've always wanted to do. I was born for this. My mother wouldn't let me act in the school <laughs> plays. But like with Sokka, with your guidance, I finally feel like I'm fulfilling my life's dream. Yeah. So good for all of them, really. Yeah, really. The Fire Nation guard at the gate, they panic and ring an alarm bell. Uh, May's father, the governor of Omashu. Mm-hmm. It's the governor, Brendan. I know. I've heard that. It's fine. We're going to have to be fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I am. Even though Boomy was the king, now they have a governor. And they have the fire lord, which seems like some kind of like feudal lord. Almost like a religious title. Yeah. So this is maybe this guy's more of a cardinal. I don't know how religion works. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't worry about it. He Fuck looks out all. for him. Yeah, it's, you know what? We don't need him. <laughs> he uh, looks out from his perch above the city, and his guard is uh, one of the guys from the night before. And he's like, oh, it's Pentapox. And the governor again says, hmm, I'm pretty sure I've ha heard of that before. <laughs> Isn't that how your cousin died? <laughs> your cousin died of that? God damn it. No, he didn't. <laughs> We've talked about this so many times. Uh, I love it. I love that, like, all of the men of the Fire Nation army are not willing to admit that, like, they don't know what Pentapox is. <laughs> They're all like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Pentapox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just don't want to look stupid. <laughs> no, I've heard of that before. Oh, yeah, that's that's some nasty oh, shit. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. No, we got to we gotta go buy all the toilet paper right now. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, Yeah. I heard they're closing down the restaurants tomorrow <laughs> afternoon, and like I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna lose my mind. But in two weeks, the pentapox will probably be gone, and we can go back to the offices. Yep. Woof! Yikes! That's a little real. Is it too soon? It's 2023. We're doing fine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. Um, he gives the order to let everybody out of the city. Uh, nobody is paying attention, though, as May's baby brother starts sort of waddling away from them. He just leaves. And somehow ends up on, like, this crazy baby caper that I'm not sure <laughs> how he was able to get to there from this exact point. <laughs> I've seen this movie. Uh, Aang makes his way through the city and finds an old friend of ours, Brendan. <gasps> Who? It's Flopsy. We remember Flopsy. I remember Flopsy. I actually didn't until he said the name. I was like, oh, Flopsy. Right. I remember this guy now. This old gentleman. <laughs> or lady? Un undetermined. Flopsy's here. Unimportant. Doesn't matter. 
big old Flopsies chained up and being forced to turn some wooden wheel that seemingly does nothing. Yeah, we were never shown what the purpose of this thing is. Just turn it. Yeah. Keep going until we tell you to stop. You're doing great. Keep at it, Flopsy. We love you. You're a valued <laughs> member of this new Fire Nation city. <laughs> um, Aang bends some water around the lock and freezes it and then breaks it with a mighty whack of his staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aang says, all right, let's go find Boomy and climbs aboard Flopsy and says, yip, yip. <laughs> Which is a pretty good bit. Yeah. Brendan, fun fact for you. This specific yip yip is the one that uh, we use for our transitions in oh, the really? podcast. Wow, because it had the least background noise? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly why. And even then, it still has a little bit of background noise. Yeah, you can't get away from it. But it's almost like a fun little chime that it lets out instead mm-hmm. of like some swelling dramatic score. Yeah. Well, hey, that is a fun fact. Fun fact for everybody, uh, you're welcome, <laughs> everybody. You can't play it, though, like in the audio here. People will be very confused. No, that's, that's not that. It just would go against <laughs> the whole formula of the show. <clears throat> We'd have to just go straight into the outro. So that was episode 23 <laughs> of uh, Avatar, whatever the name of this episode is. Oh, we'll move on. We'll do the rest of the thing. <laughs> I really liked when Boomy did the rap. That was, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> But then Sokka shot somebody I, yeah, I, in a I Walmart. Didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a good bit. The yip yip. Flopsy doesn't react to that. And Aang's like, okay, well, and they just run off. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Momo is just flying around Omashu on his own. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first solo momo segment that we've gotten on this show in like i can't even say how long yeah it's been a while are we upset about it absolutely not no but can momo fly i thought he just glided uh i mean it's all the same it's not but (laughs) but that's okay (laughs) no it's all the same (laughs) i understand how flight works. <laughs> it's just falling with style. Uh, he enters a building and starts snacking on some berries. Uh, but little does he know that May's baby brother is in the room and wants to play with the funny monkey that is now in the room. Yeah, why wouldn't he? We would all be, even though I'm not a small child with an infant brain, I would probably be <laughs> reacting in the exact same way. A grown man with an infant brain. With a, with a honestly <laughs> shittier brain than an infant. But I need to play with this adorable little primate. Get the fuck over here, monkey. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Give me that tail. Um, he grabs Momo, Momo by the tail and starts just fucking swinging him around. Momo panics and flies out the window. And the baby follows him out. And, like, climbs on this little handrail. hmm And Momo dives out of the way, sending this baby careening off the rooftop. And it dies. And then it just dies. 
There were some times in like Rugrats where things got a little hairy, but they mm-hmm. always found a way. Yeah. Usually Spike saved them. Uh, this baby's falling to its death. Luckily, it lands in a little cart that is sliding down a chute Which full is of very those fairies. Fun. Everyone enjoys that. We love it. We see a lot of that in this episode. If only we could be so fortunate to be this baby. <laughs> when you're in Omashu, there has to be sliding on the things. There's no other way. Uh, Momo goes in for another snack, but gets his tail grabbed and bitten by this baby. <laughs> Fucking got him. (laughs) Uh, Momo shrieks and tries to fly away, but the baby has him by the tail, and they slowly glide towards the ground. Uh, They take a little tumble on the ground. There's a fart sound effect. I guess I'm not really sure why. Which character that came from? Unclear, yeah. (laughs) They don't spend... They don't linger on it (laughs) in the ways that, you know, a fart itself would linger. Yep. But the show takes the higher ground (laughs) uh and uh we see they actually have gotten themselves mixed up in the crowd of earth kingdom civilians shuffling their way out of omashu and the baby follows them because it's a stupid baby Mm -hmm. fucking dumbass stupid dumbass baby (laughs) fell out a window like an idiot stay where you belong you fucking moron (laughs) baby (laughs) These aren't your people. Don't you know anything? None of these people are babies. <laughs> I, I I don't see a single one among them. Except <laughs> you, you fucking dolt. <laughs> well, it'll learn eventually. Maybe. <laughs> if it makes it that long. <laughs> Undetermined to this point. Um, Hey, Brendan, it's circus time. Woo! The ringmaster welcomes Azula as Ty Lee starts her high wire act, balancing on just too many objects at once. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. Like she's going for a record. I mean, stop stacking things up. Just balance <laughs> on like one finger and we'll love it. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive without that pile of shit. Just like lamps and fucking chairs. And <laughs> how'd you even get all that up there? I'm more impressed by whoever set that up on the wire. Yeah. That's true, actually. <laughs> An incredible act of physics that should not have happened. Azula's like, hey, seems like she's got it all under control. Let's remove that net, huh? Yeah. Seems reasonable. The ringmaster's like, uh, well, about that. And she says, oh, yeah, you're right. That's boring. Let's fucking set that shit on fire. Yeah. I don't (laughs) know why she didn't think of that to begin with. Now this is my kind of circus. Uh, Things are getting crazy in here. He obliges and Ty Lee starts to sweat. Azula loves it. And she's like, hey, do you got like some weird, crazy menagerie you guys like got going on here? And the ringmaster's like, oh, yeah. You'll love all the kooky animals we have. And she cuts them off and she says, I want to see them all right now. (laughs) Bring them out. Immediately. (laughs) Uh, We hear a cacophony of like every scary animal noise at once. (laughs) Like a 21 Wahoo salute. (laughs) Let's hear that again. (laughs) 
And here it is. <laughs> Again, still not committing that I'm actually going to do De- it. But. If you do it, definitely don't do it the second time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one alone. The man got his due with the single 21 Wahoo salute. I don't need to give him another one. It's almost disrespectful to keep doing this to him. Uh, hey, cool way to catch up with an old friend, huh? Yeah. She made the show more exciting. She's got to love it. Tylee's like, great. I'm so glad you're back in my life, Azula. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. This is the kind of shit you used to do, and now we're back to square one. <laughs> this is why I joined the fucking circus. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from you, and somehow you tracked me down. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I, I can't give you up as much as I try. <laughs> Hey, speaking of big scary animals, Aang and Flopsy walk back to the resistance camp outside of the city. Uh, they could not find Boomy, and the captain says, hey, we've got a problem here, and points to the little baby that is still here torturing Momo. <laughs> uh, it cuts to May and her parents, and her mother is sobbing, and then her father curses those Dastardly rebels for stealing his son. Yeah, little does he know. His son fell out a window. It's your stupid ass baby's fault. <laughs> well, and his fault for not paying attention to it. Honestly, yeah, you you are terrible parents. <laughs> uh, in Tylee's dressing room, Azula congratulates her on the performance and is like, I can't wait to see tomorrow's show, too. Tylee's like, actually, there's not going to be a show tomorrow or ever again. Mm-hmm. Not after that shit you pulled tonight, you bitch. <laughs> you, I, I can't do this again. You're killing me. <laughs> or trying to. Or at least, yeah, doing your best effort. This was almost it. Uh, she says the universe is giving her clear signals that she needs to join Azula's team and Azula basically does like a Mr. Burns. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> the pieces are all falling into place. <laughs> Just fucking manipulate all of my friends. Yeah. Uh, is it even manipulation when it's just like <laughs> threats of bodily harm? Just threaten all of my friends. If you <laughs> don't do what I say, you will burn. <laughs> no, that's manipulation. That's gaslighting and that you literally pour gas on someone then then and light then them light them on, them on fire. fire yeah it's the definition of the word mm-hmm. at the earthbenders camp the baby picks up Sokka's axe thing yeah so like this weapon weighs nothing well i was actually going to mention it earlier i think this baby's just super strong cuz like momo is small but a baby i don't think could swing Let's say Momo's like, what, 15, 20 pounds? Sure. I don't think a baby could swing that around the way this baby does. This baby is unnaturally strong. Yeah. yeah. right about that. It's like Jack-Jack. Just like Jack-Jack and picks up yeah, Sokka's big metal weapon like it's nothing. <laughs> it doesn't have the brain power. We've established that it's a stupid baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well established. But if you're strong... You can still make it in this world. Yeah. Uh, Sokka takes his weapon away. The baby starts crying. And Katara's like, hey, let him have it. And Sokka says, all right, baby, you can play with my 
dangerous weapon, you small baby. My very sharp blade. It's very sharp, dangerous weapon that should only be handled by professionals. You can have it, you tiny infant. It's fine. <laughs> not my kid. Not my kid. Not my problem. <laughs> not my problem. Again, we've established terrible parents. I'm just going to let it do whatever it wants. Um, the captain says... Yeah, the baby's cute now, but it'll grow up to be another killer like the rest of the Fire Nation, which Katara kind of like poo-poos that idea, which is maybe like a little bit fair. Like, you can't generalize these fucking babies. Mm. <laughs> these murderous babies. Look, the baby has a chance. You got to raise it. It's like a pit bull, you know? <laughs> it's all about what you do with it. Mm-hmm. So they should have held on to this baby a little bit longer. We already know, yeah, it's got the super strength. Yeah, could have been like The Departed. Could have been exactly like The Departed. They've raised they raised the baby up, send it back to the Fire Nation as a spy. But little do they know, the Fire Nation has an Earth Kingdom baby and they're doing the same thing. And then Aang does a bunch of cocaine and then <laughs> dies in like a bulldozer. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a while. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. It's it's not bad. Um, They are interrupted by a messenger hawk carrying a letter from the governor. He's going to make a trade. He wants his son back, and in exchange, he will give them King Boomy. Mm -hmm. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah. I'd take that trade. Uh, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't. King Boomy's way smarter than a baby, Argu like, arguably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> way smarter. Like, I'm not willing to give you that, Brendan, but I see where you're coming from. Uh, they didn't even mean to kidnap this fucking baby. No, they just chanced into it. They're getting something for nothing. What luck. They don't even it's want incredible. the baby. It's like at a baseball game where, like, a fan catches, like, a milestone home run for someone and then like the team gives them like season tickets and autographs and shit for that and it's like mm -hmm. well I was just in the right place at the right time hell yeah I'll take this king for this baseball absolutely yeah. <laughs> here you go the baby is the equivalent of a baseball at least in brain power it's a stupid baby Brendan we've established <laughs> this oh right right <laughs> we get it by now <laughs> I shouldn't have to keep reminding you. My bad. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll get there. Um, the next morning, they get ready to return to the city. Sokka thinks that it's a trap, but Aang feels pretty good about this, and he's very hopeful. But this hopeful moment is abruptly cut off as the Fire Nation theme loudly blares, and Azula enters Omashu being carried on her throne. Yeah, and everyone's just walking beside her. <laughs> Cool. Here we are. Uh, the procession stops before May, who's just chilling. Yeah. Hating life. Just hanging out. Wishing she was dead. Literally wishing she was dead. The very first thing she says is, please tell me you're here to kill me. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Uh, they share a laugh together and have a little hug. Ty Lee lays a big hug. On May. Mm -hmm. May hasn't tried to kill her yet. No, not yet. Thank God a friendly face. We can die together. <laughs> We're both going down. <laughs> uh, 
Wait until I tell you about the shit that she tried to pull at my circus the other night. <laughs> you will think twice about joining the squad. Uh, no, Azula's like, hey, I got a mission for you. And May jumps like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, are you sure you don't want to like hear about it a little bit more? Nope, I'm on board. No, nope, what are we doing standing around? Let's go. Okay, let's go. I mean, the, the clock's ticking. <laughs> It's like, it's kind of dangerous, May. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Anything's better than this. Please, let's go. <laughs> um, Azula holds counsel with the governor. He apologizes for the current state of affairs. And she's like, yeah, I heard about your kidnapped son, you complete fucking idiot. You <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. You won't be governor much longer. Not if I have my way. The only one stupider than your stupid son is you, you stupid idiot. <laughs> and he accepts it like the little peon that he is. We'll put your son in charge. <laughs> it couldn't possibly do any worse. <laughs> yeah, she shits all over him. And then uh, she says, actually, we're going to rename the city of Omashu in honor of my father. The city is now called New Ozai. Yeah, so there's already a city called Ozai. Yeah, and this is the new one. Yeah, okay. There probably is a city out there called Ozai. Yeah, why not? They're just constantly doing things in their own image, this <laughs> Fire Nation royal family. It's a better origin story than the actual name of the city. I was going to say, do we need to do like a deep dive <laughs> into the lore of New Ozai? Or like, do you think we're good as well, far there was as that's a, concerned? There was a character named Nuo. And a character named Zai. Zai. <laughs> <laughs> and they were madly in love. But uh, forbidden <laughs> to be together. It's basically the same story. We just took it from the Earth Kingdom, made it our own, spiced it up a little bit. Well, it's with fire. Yeah. Literally. Fire flakes all up in that. Uh, nobody's going to call this fucking place new Ozai. Come on now. <laughs> It's like how the Sears Tower is, like, technically the Willis Tower. Mm -hmm. Everyone just calls it the Sears Tower. Yeah. The uh, new Ozai, though, they are erecting a gigantic statue of Fire Lord Ozai himself. Mm -hmm. um, this is where the trade is going to go down. The gang shows up with a baby, uh, and Azula's new girl power supergroup shows up as well. They don't have, like, a canonical name, Azula's the, group. The Powerpuff Girls? Oh, but you can't, but you can't use that. I mean, but they're, they're essentially the same three characters. So I'm gonna. Yeah, but who's Azula then? Uh, she would be Blossom. Blossom? That feels incorrect. Because she's, she's the leader. She's also red. Mm-hmm. And then okay. May is, May is uh, Buttercup. Sure. Because she's brooding. <laughs> And finish the job. Oh, and then obviously Tay Tylee, Tylee. Uh, is uh, Bubbles. That's the name. Because she's bubbly. The, the archetypes make sense. I think except a little bit for Azula because yeah. like, she's a homicidal maniac. <laughs> Azula's Professor X. <laughs> yeah, that, that's maybe a little <laughs> bit closer. Um. They show up here uh, into the scene lowered by a crane 
is our old pal King Boomy. Fuck yeah, in a big steel coffin. He's in this big giant metal coffin with just his little head poking his out of it. face sticking out. <laughs> he lets out a snorty laugh like we know him to do. And predictably, he's in good spirits. He's like, hey, everybody, thanks for stopping by. He's having a great time. <laughs> this is great. This is the vacation I've been looking for for years. This is my fetish. <laughs> I'm into this. Yo, these young girls step on me. It's like, well, they're a little bit too young, but oh, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> Let's not explore this any further. Uh, May is presumably leading the negotiations from the Fire Nation side, but, like, we really know who's got the power here. Mm-hmm. Azula jumps in and she's like, hey, I'm not stupid. We're trading a baby for a king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a bit sociopathic, though, because it's her brother. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. It's <laughs> like, I mean, I know this has a very personal connection for you, but, like, do what I say, huh? This is a bad deal. I mean, she is right, but it's, yeah, hard to swallow. Um, She says, yeah, we're trading it for a king. A powerful earthbending king, she questions, and looks over at Boomy, who, like, nods at her, and he's like a little, he does like a little, mm-hmm, that's right. That's me. <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. I'm the powerful <laughs> king. Seems like a bad deal. You're right. <laughs> yeah, don't take the deal. I wouldn't do that shit. That's how he became king, though, is he's great in negotiations. Yeah, yeah. Even when it behooves him to keep his crazy old mouth shut, he can't do it. <laughs> nope. Uh, May takes this in and she says, the deal's off. And the crane lifts Boomy back up and he's like, ah, steal later. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I'm glad to have a little bit of action. I've just been sitting still in this coffin for months. Yeah, for who knows how long. <laughs> for a very long time. They don't feed me. How am I still alive? Uh, Aang rushes in, but Azula throws a big blue flame at him. Then he leaps like a hundred feet in the air and opens up his glider. Surprise, he's not some simple Earth Kingdom nobody. No. He's the Avatar, don't you know? Fooled you. You would think, at this point, if they've got a description of Aang, they would have noted that he never changes his clothes. And, and there are wanted posters of him out in this world. Yeah, so I would think they would have like a description he's going to be wearing these orange robes that nobody else in the world wears. He's a small 12-year-old boy <laughs> whose face looks exactly like this. <laughs> you can see his hands, which do have tattoos on his hands. Yeah, he never hides those. This guy could be anybody, though. <laughs> Did you see that wrap on his head? He put on a hat. Yeah, I don't know. Who the fuck is that? He's wearing Grouchos. This could be anybody. <laughs> I wish. I wish that's <laughs> what he did, too. No wrap on his head fully exhibiting the arrow, but he's got, like, the little Groucho mustache. <laughs> Who is this mysterious stranger? I don't know. Azula says, uh, ooh, the Avatar. My lucky day. Mm -hmm. and vaults herself up the scaffolding surrounding the statue uh, and Aang lands on Boomy's big metal coffin and works on freezing his chain like he did with Flopsy yeah but he's doing it with his breath this time 
kind of cool that he can just do that out of nothing. Yeah. I actually, as he landed on that, I was like, well, obviously he's going to freeze the chain again, but there's no water around this time. So how is he going to do it? There's water all around us, Brendan, at all <laughs> moments of every day. Well, then waterbenders should be a lot more powerful. <laughs> They'll have their time in the sun or waterbenders, the ocean. Could they? Well, hold on. If, if there's water in the air, waterbenders can bend air. Waterbenders are earthbenders or airbenders. It's all there. It's just one big family. It's all huh? the same. Also, I was thinking about it while we were talking about Boomy and um, fire can do electricity and um, earthbenders can apparently do sugar because mm. he bends the rock candy in that first episode. We met him. But you and me theorized that that might have not even been rock candy. He might have just been fucking. Oh, that's right. He just eats rocks. Actual yeah. rocks. That's right. I remember he that. He just takes a big bite out of rocks. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you and me are right about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is Boomy we're talking about here. <laughs> just to fuck with him. <laughs> he would. He absolutely would. <laughs> if anybody would, it would be this lunatic. I think, I think if I could do that, I would do that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good bit. <laughs> He's the Ashton Kutcher of the Avatar universe. <laughs> I've always said it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, May and Ty Lee rush in to fight. Uh, Katara gets ready to fight while Sokka hammers on the bison whistle trying to summon Appa. Um, they run away, but Tylee like emerges from the floor beneath them and trips Sokka. Yeah, she like punches him in the foot. Unclear how she even got down there in the first place. <laughs> um, Katara whips some water across the floorboards and creates like herself a little shield of wood that blocks May's flying knives that are hurtling towards her. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um. Boomy is trying to tell Aang something, but Azula bursts from the scaffolding and cuts his chains with a big fiery kick, sending them careening towards the stone chutes beneath them, and they slip slide away. Uh, Azula gets down in a cart and chases after them on these stone chutes. Yeah. It's a pretty good chase scene, huh? Yeah. Yep. I like it. I have a lot of questions about the chutes that I didn't have before, but... Well, what are we wondering? Well, they like split and then merge again, and there don't seem to be any stops on the split. So why do they split? So why do we need to do this? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. And they they don't pass any stops along the entire route. Whereas in the first time we saw them like stop at places and then get pushed onto other ones. This mm -hmm. time they go all the way to the ground. Do you know why they did that, though? Uh, plot convenience. Dramatic tension. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they have these kinds of <laughs> non-functional, inconvenient shoots. My, uh, my immersion is totally lost <laughs> on these slides. No, we're, doing, we're doing great. This is the way it needs to be. They have these slides here in case anybody ever needs to fight. Yeah, it's going to be great for the video game. It's going to be great for the video game. I saw just a brief tangent. I saw, I think, a Polygon headline that said that the Avatar video game that we lamented its existence, I think, in last week's intro. They yep. said it's it's like the Lego Star Wars of Avatar video games. Now, that's a that's a bold statement because Lego Agreed. Star Wars kicks ass. Or at I least did agree. when I was 12. I haven't played 
it since, but I also agree with that. Uh, but those games were cool, uh, and I'm not so sure about this one yet. I think they all, what I I looked into it a little bit. I didn't read the entire thing. It's on Polygon, but they said that it's like more focused on using those abilities for like puzzle solving in levels than it is for like combat. Uh, okay, and then you like go back to a camp, and all the characters you unlocked are just wandering around. You got to pick up the gold uh, uh, bison whistles. I don't know. Yeah, what? Yeah, what? I wonder what it would be. <laughs> the the gold water bending scrolls. Oh God! <laughs> the gold Katara's necklaces. Brendan, don't do this to me. <laughs> um, yes, here they are on the shoots. It's pretty fun stuff. Aang is using a staff like a paddle, pushing them faster and faster down the chutes. Yeah. Then he knocks over some wooden beams, thinking he stops Azula, but she just kind of ducked down beneath them and continues to chase after them. <laughs> yeah, did nothing. Literally nothing. Didn't slow her down in the slightest. <laughs> it's like, ah, we're safe. Just kidding. Um, Sokka has run away, carrying the baby as Katara continues to fight. Uh, May has some arrows, yes, in her pant legs as well. She does a kick and an arrow shoots out. You can see the the mechanism wrapped around her leg. And this is where I first drew the bayonetta connection in the episode. But how? How does it fire at such a velocity? It's based on the kick. <laughs> I don't know. There's a tension mm, yeah. wire and if she overextends her leg. You know what? I'm sold. <laughs> Uh, Katara manages to freeze her arm in a big stream of water, but Tai Lee sneaks up behind Katara and very deliberately strikes her at specific points around her arms. Mm -hmm. And the water falls to the ground. Katara tries to bend it again, but the water does not react to her commands. Nope. She hit her in pressure points. And took away her bending ability. So, like, May's abilities are pretty dumb fun. Like, she shoots mm -hmm. arrows. We've had some good laughs about that in this episode. But Ty Lee can fucking take people's bending ability away? What? Yeah, that's fucking wild. It makes sense, though, if you, if you like, think about the, the chi kind of aspect sure. of it. Um... She, she's cutting off points. It, it checks out in my book. Like these people are capable of like these amazing powers and you can just take that away from them. Like a couple precise strikes. Yeah. A villain that can steal bending powers. That's a powerful ability. Yep. Is it better than shooting 50 arrows out of your arm? I don't know. Uh, arguably. You have to get close <laughs> to do that. Not the arrows, the uh, taking away the abilities. There are pluses and minuses to both. Mm -hmm. uh, but these two gals have some formidable fighting techniques. So, curious to see where we go from here. Yeah. Um, May taunts Katara. How are you going to fight without your bending? Yeah. 
but a boomerang comes in and knocks her away as Sokka's flying on Appa, and he says, I seem to manage. Hell yeah, Sokka. Fuck yeah, Sokka. Chariots of fire is playing. <laughs> yeah. The savior has arrived. <laughs> uh, Appa blasts the two of them away with his mighty tail, and they all fly away to safety. Um... They catch up to Aang and Boomy, who are still being chased by Azula. Uh, Aang launches them off of the chute towards Appa, but overshoots Appa, and they crash back onto the same track that Azula is on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, again, like the layout of these chutes in this city, (laughs) they got a little lazy with this one. Yeah, they just had to have a really long chase scene on them. It works. I mean, I guess. Um, she continues attacking, but Boomy, with just his little head poking out of the coffin, lifts his chin up as much as he can. With a big grunt, he raises a stone that destroys Azula's cart. <laughs> yeah, he does. Fuck yeah. Boomy's back, baby. <laughs> Some say he never left. Um, she skids to a halt, watching them... Soar away as the chase is over. Aang is pissed at Boomy. He's like, you could have done this the entire time. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You can bend with your face? What the fuck? This is all it takes? (laughs) God damn, earthbending must be a powerful ability. I wish (laughs) you could teach me, Boomy. You will teach me, right? (laughs) I knew I came back to you for a reason. And now it's time to learn. Uh... They reach the end of the line and Boomy like lifts himself up to face Aang. Yeah. Which is funny. It's funny to see him in like this coffin. It almost looks like he's like on the cross, like looking down at Aang. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. The way Very. he lifts the coffin though is fucking hilarious. Like uh, a mound of stone comes up and then it just kind of travels up the side of it and mm-hmm. stands up and I think it turns all the way around to face Aang. Yeah, it does like- a 360 spin. <laughs> 180 spin. Yeah, it's very silly. Um he's positioned himself well to teach Aang some lessons. <laughs> Aang says, "Hey, Boomy, why did you surrender?" Uh, Boomy tells Aang about Jing. Jing. Which is how you direct your energy in mm-hmm. a fight. And Aang's like, yeah, f- I fucking know that. Everybody knows about Jing. We talk about it all the time. This is child's play, Boomy. <laughs> Even that stupid baby knows about Jing. We were chatting about it at the fireside last <laughs> night. I said Jing, and he kind of nodded his head like, uh, yeah, guy, I get it. <laughs> this is nothing to me. Gugu Gaga, everyone knows Jing. Everyone knows Jing. Jing was my first words. It was your first words, too. It's everybody's first <laughs> words. Jing is basic human nature. Uh, he's like, yeah, positive Jing and negative Jing. I he hold, get he, it already. He holds up his fingers when he does that, and his fingers are drawn in the weirdest way I've seen anyone's hands drawn in this entire show. Very like strangely exaggerated. The tips yes. of his fingers are like bulging like he's like slammed them in a door and they're all swollen up he was just going going on on stone slide like he might have gotten them jammed between his coffin and like the walls it's the weirdest artistic decision i've seen on this show so far 
even weirder than earlier in the episode when Aang keeps blinking in and out of existence while mm-hmm. they're outside of the city. <laughs> they make some choices. Hmm. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I understand, Brendan. I didn't have as much of an issue with it, but now, like, I can visualize Aang's nightmarish fingers in my mind. <laughs> big, weird fingers. Big sausages poking out of his <laughs> wrists. And neutral jig. When you do, nothing. There are three jings? Well, technically, there are 85, but let's just focus on the third. Neutral jing is the key to earthbending. It involves listening and waiting for the right moment to strike. That's why you surrendered, isn't it? Yes, and it's why I can't leave now. I guess I need to find someone else to teach me earthbending. Your teacher will be someone who has mastered neutral jing. You need to find someone who waits and listens before striking. Uh Huh? Boomy, is this foreshadowing? I mean, yeah, <laughs> we could set something up here all we want, but like <laughs> you were supposed to be the guy and like this explanation that you're giving right now, like this, this does nothing for me. <laughs> you could wait and listen a little bit. I mean, you, you are doing that right now. Like, ah, you have to find someone who will know like when is the right time to act. Yeah, but and, he's like, busy he, right now. Busy being what a prisoner? <laughs> yeah, he's waiting and listening. So it I, it could have been it could have been him. It's it this fucking have. whole thing about Jing. It's like why did we do this? It could have, but then they wouldn't be able to introduce a new character. <sighs> why did we do Jing, Brendan? Why did we do? Jing? Well, I don't know why we did Jing. I and I hope it never comes up again. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> So this is Boomy's, I mean, he flops himself over and creates a big boulder that pushes him back <laughs> up the stump slide, which is so, which is so funny. <laughs> it's the best thing the show has done. He just like casually slides himself back up. Pushes himself back up to his imprisonment <laughs> at the hands of the Fire Nation, laughing as he goes. There's no it. reason for I it. I love it so much. So, like, we get Boomy, we get the things that we love from Boomy, which is the batshit crazy stuff like this. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm kind of glad Boomy's not hanging around. I like Boomy. I'm glad we saw him again. But I think I think too much Boomy would get old and sour him. Sure. So I, I need we just need like a, a little a little taste of Boomy every once in a while. <laughs> a little hit when we need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just. We love Boomy so much. I don't necessarily want. You're right that I don't necessarily want him to be Ang's like earthbending teacher mm-hmm. because that would be too much. Yeah, but although, like, yeah, sorry, go on. Well, no, I, 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 I it's like this fucking Jing conversation was Boomy's contribution to this episode. So it's like, here we are with two Boomy episodes, this character that we love so much. And it's like, you fucking squandered him. <laughs> he just keeps for introducing a second, concepts second that don't time. matter. Yeah. This yeah. whole, the first time he's like, ah, oh, you have to be a mad genius. Okay. Well that meant nothing to the rest of the season. Here we are. Ah, oh, Jing is important. Ang, and I promise you, Brendan, it's not. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, what are we doing? Oh, what are man. we doing with Boomy? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I would be more upset about it if I didn't know why they they did it. Um, like, because <laughs> I'm I'm speaking from a point of like, oh, I'd hate if he hung around forever. But the Earth or the Waterbending Master didn't hang around forever. She sure. was in like two episodes. Sure. But I happen to know that our earthbending friend will be a staple. So I'm Somebody. more okay with it. Yeah, that's true. And it's a character that will contribute a, a, as much, if not a lot more, than Boomy <laughs> does. Yeah. Uh, so. But but So I'm all right with it. Um, but I imagine if, if I was completely blind, I would be fucking annoyed. <laughs> Speaking of completely blind, uh, hey, let's not talk about hey. it. Hey. Uh, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just so frustrating because we love Boomy so much and yeah. they relegate him to these fucking episodes where everything he does means absolutely <laughs> nothing. Shows up, cackles, and spouts a bunch of bullshit. And, and we love off. And we yeah. love it. We love that. He's he so silly. Himself back up the thing. He just slides himself <laughs> back up the thing, which I think is an inverse of a joke we made in the first episode, where it'd be funny for him to launch himself down those chutes yeah. and laugh his entire way down. But now he's literally doing that in reverse. I think it would be great if he had done it the first time, and then this and this is a callback. <laughs> yeah, it's like poetry; it rhymes. Uh, there's just so much more I want out of Boomy, but <laughs> yeah, too much Boomy might sour the experience. But I think like, so. What are we doing with the guy? <laughs> what is his purpose? They just have to check in with him at the beginning of every season so he can send him on the right path. He's not even sending him on a path. He's talking about fucking Jing, which is nothing. <laughs> what if this is like a... Pentapox thing where he's like, you know, Jing, and and Ang's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty. I've sure heard, heard of Jing. Man, yeah, that's how my cousin died. <laughs> yeah, too much Jing. <laughs> Boomy's like, oh yeah, there's fifty Jings. One of them is instant death. Is that the one that he had? <laughs> yeah, I don't yep, want to yep, talk. That's about That's the it. one. We'll move on from that topic. <laughs> I don't know, Brendan. Boom. We just we love Boomy. Is what we're trying to say. <laughs> yes, I I love Boomy. <laughs> Give Boomy his time in the sun. <laughs> um, Team Azula leaves the city. May has been filled in on the details by now of the mission. Ty Lee teases her and is like, ooh, it's going to be interesting seeing Zuko again, won't it, May? Wow, wow, wow. May has like a little coy smile like, ooh, what's <laughs> what's the history here? Hmm? They're both, they're, they're incompatible. They're both too brooding. I know. Yeah, they cancel each other out. They'll just spend the entire time trying to outbrood one another. <laughs> Someone's got to have a little positivity <laughs> if we're going to make this thing work. And those two, not capable. Not going to happen. Nope. Um, Azula adds the Avatar to her list of targets. And hey, speaking of the Avatar, the final scene of the episode, Aang sneaks back into the city to deliver the baby back to his parents. Uh, we watch from the shadows as the mother picks up the baby and shouts through tears, Tom, 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 we were lost without you. This whole city can't run without you, you stupid fucking baby. <laughs> Says, Mom, I know about Jing. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Momotaro. 
Momo, yeah, looks at her, screams Momo Taro, and the episode <laughs> comes to an end. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That was episode 23, Return to Omashu, it is. Mm-hmm. Or Return to New Ozai is how we're leaving this place. Would it Would it be a return if it's a new place? But it's the same as it ever was. Is it? But is this that that ship of Theseus thing? Uh, yeah. They just you know the more you add on to it, like <laughs> if you replace city, all of the people in the city and change the name of the city, is it the same city? It's a really, I mean, everybody that was originally there was living underground and now is escaped, yeah. faking having this deadly virus. <laughs> So yeah, can we even call it Omashu anymore? I guess now we can't because that's not the official name. That's not, yeah, that's yeah, not what it's called. We're, we're on to something here, Brendan. Yeah. Um. So that's episode twenty-three. Like, I think it's pretty fun at points. Like, we love to see Boomy, mm-hmm. even if we fucking squander every moment that we have with him. Like, he's got to have a bigger role on this show, and they just are not willing to give it to him. No, there there could still be time for, for Boomy. He's got a chance, but we've had him twice now, and, like, every time, like, what lessons he has to give are meaningless. <laughs> it's bullshit. He pulls out of his ass. It, it would almost feel like an entire waste of an episode where, like, the first time we went to Omashu was a total waste of an episode. <laughs> but, like, we do get a couple things out of this and that, like, Azula's got a new team, mm-hmm. which is cool. We like to see, like, the baddies that we're going to face going forward. I wasn't expecting Azula to get a squad, so I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. It's not just her in the way that, like, Zhao... Was, you know, he was kind of the spearhead of like all of the mm-hmm. Fire Nation movement in season one and like would recruit troops and go on like missions with them sometimes. But there was no other like important named characters no. that he ever had. No. And now Azula, yeah, she does have like her team and we know them. We like, we know some stuff about them. The anti gang. Exactly. <laughs> they need a name. Uh, I'm I'm just still I'm still sticking with the Powerpuff Girls until a better alternative is presented. That's fine. Uh, gotta recap at gmail.com if you have a good name <laughs> for this particular group. Um, so like we get that like that's an important plot point clearly. And then the second one, as much as Boomy's whole fucking Jing thing is like useless. Like, at least we do get the knowledge, like, oh, Aang has to go find, like, a new earthbending teacher. So, like, at least we know that that is a goal we're working towards. Yeah. Even even though we thought that would be resolved in this episode. Yeah. And twas not to be. (laughs) We already had the answer to that question. I don't know. There's, There's fun to be had in this episode. I just... I get so. Can you tell Brendan that I get so upset that like we get Boomy on this yes. show and then yeah. we don't do what we we want him to do? I think that's fair. I kind of expected as much because of the way they did it the first time. Sure. I was like, I don't think Boomy will ever be a big character. Well, I, I in the way that I think 
one might want him to. I think he is a big character, but he's got less weight than uh, maybe one would hope. Sure. Um, but I think it delivered on pretty much what I wanted from Boomy. I thought he was wacky and fun, and he, he rolled himself back up the thing. Pushed himself thing. right back up the thing. <laughs> Says, actually, I will go back. I don't need to be a free man. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. And he, um, and he loved it. He was having a great time. He loved it. Sick freak. Let's go again. Let's go again. He gets halfway up and then releases it and slides back Goes down. Goes back down. All right. I'll do this as long as you allow me to. <laughs> should we should we capture him? No, he's he's busy. He's fine. Let him Just have let, his jollies. Let him keep doing that. This is the only thing keeping him alive. <laughs> they come they come back later, the city's still occupied, and he's just still sliding down. Going up and down, up and down. <laughs> Doesn't even need to eat. Nope. This gives me all the energy I need. My jing is carrying me forward. <laughs> Oh, man. I had a great time with that. I'm also very excited about these new characters. That's a big moment for us, Brendan, is, is new characters on the show. Like, we don't get... We haven't had, I feel like, a ton of new characters on this show that have, like, stuck around longer yeah. than a handful of episodes. Yeah. Um, it's really cool to see that the villain of this one, or the, the villainous party of this one, is more of, like, a mirror to the main cast. Yeah, I think it's fun to have that sort of balance. We have a good crew and a bad crew, and they're all, you know, in this crazy thing called life together. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's exciting. We didn't see uh, any Zuko. No, no Zuko or Iroh. No time. They were mentioned in this episode. They are, you know, one of Azula's targets, but not like the main. They didn't even show up. Yeah, but, you know, we know they're still kicking out there. Yeah, they're around. Just hanging out. Uh, it was anyway. a good episode. It was exciting. Um, I'm I'm enjoying this season a lot. I think it's it's a lot more fun so far than we had at this point in the first season. Um, maybe just because we don't have to do all of the plot setup that we did last time around. Sure. Um, but it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. No, we're at the point where we can just, like have fun things come up and yeah. move forward. We don't have to even like it is plot important to set up like these new characters who are going to be part of like the main villain crew, but like we can still have a little bit more fun with it than we had like, ah, oh, we have to set up all of Zuko's backstory and yeah. like his entire family and all this stuff. Like we don't have to worry about any of that shit. We can just have these people and have a little fun with them. Yeah. I think we did. I think we did, and I think we will in episodes to come. Mm-hmm. So, that was Return to Omashu. Uh, we're having a good time here in Season 2. Things are going okay. Yeah. Yeah. So far, uh, Season 2, pretty strong. We're happy about that. Um, and, yeah, we'll see if it continues. Hey, that's the end of this episode. Uh, if you have any thoughts on Avatar The Last Airbender or Nickelodeon or Charles Martinet, gotarecap at gmail.com is the email address you can reach us at. And we would love to read your thoughts on the show. Please let us know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And we'll let you know what we think of what you think 
Yeah. Oof. What a bunch of words. <laughs> At Gotta Recap on social media, you can reach out to us there as well. We would love to hear from you. Uh, head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. We would be very appreciative of you doing so. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Nick. Azula, she's got a new crew, huh? Yeah. She's enrolling her friends in this crazy chase for the Avatar, huh? Yeah. And we're going to be... You and me, two friends, are going to be chasing the high that Avatar gives us on a weekly basis as we move into episode 24 of the show next week. Yeah. Thank you for enthusiastically agreeing with me. Uh, we're all going to get super enthusiastically high next week is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. We'll see you all for episode 24. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.